everybody doing out there y'all know what give me a minute let me take a breath because i read y'all say every time miss j come on her show she always rushing yes i yeah i'm rushing again today had stuff i had to do but anyway miss j is in the house and i want to say welcome 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 to what miss j speaks talk show and podcast now if you're watching and you see that little red thing up there going to the numbers that's going oh you watching this live and i appreciate you but now if you watching you don't see that little red thingamajig up there you watching the replay and you know what miss j appreciate you too all right so you know what i'm not gonna hold y'all long you i know you probably seen the flyer but i'm gonna say the title what we the segment the episode we're talking about is um when diagnosed who has the last say? Oh, but God. Okay. Now, my guest tonight, let me say this, my brave guest tonight, um, she's going to come on. And when I tell you, she has a very powerful testimony to, t- to, to share. Oh, it is. Y'all get ready. Y'all get ready. But before I bring her on, I want to properly introduce her. She's a mother of two. Yes, I'm, yes, I'm reading my notes. Miss J can remember all of this now. Yes, she's a mother of two young ladies, age 33 and 30. She has three beautiful grandchildren. And she is the EC Compliance Coordinator for Halifax Community School System. And she's an ordained elder and attended um attends east end baptist baptist church in rocky mount and she loves to sing Did y'all heard that she loves to sing that gets me that gets her through the tough times now without further ado y'all put your hands together for my very brave special guest 
Miss Lisa Bullock. Let me bring her up. There she is. Yes. Good evening. Welcome, 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 welcome in, Lisa. Welcome, welcome. Appreciate it. Come on in here. Good evening to everyone. Thank you to Miss J for this opportunity to help someone else along their way on their journey. Thank you know, you. we are all overcome by our testimonies, but if we don't ever tell people what God has done, how are we going to help our brother or sister get to the other side? Can you say that again? Can you say that again? The word tells us that we are overcome by testimonies. But if you don't ever tell it, how are you helping our young folks? Woo! How are we helping older folks who may have gone through what you've gone through? We all have a testimony. We got more than one. Got oh seven. If you just tell a little piece, you just be surprised how many people you you have you will be able to help. Exactly. Exactly. So you are you know the type that we're gonna be talking about. So um I'm gonna address you as Miss Bullock. I can be Lisa, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm just Lisa all day, every okay. day. I'm still going to be okay, Lisa. Lisa. Okay. I want to start. I want you to start. What was, what was, what was little Lisa like coming up, growing up? Well, I guess that would depend on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask your classmate, which is my older sister, Valerie. Yes. She probably would say I was worsome because I wanted to go to all the games. <laughs> yeah. If you ask my brother, who is deceased, Keith, yeah, um, he died of cancer at 45. And ironically, mm -hmm. um, his birthday is tomorrow. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's kind of emotional for me, but it's still okay. If you ask okay. Keith and his friends, they're going to say I was a tattletale. <laughs> because I would tell on them because I couldn't go with him because he was a boy. You know, back in the day, girls didn't go with boys and exactly. That's right. That's on. right. Even if it was your brother. Yeah, um, you're right. But if you ask me, I was a <laughs> yeah. good sister. Um, I did well in school. Did yep. what I was supposed to do. Got the grades that was expected yep. of me. Um, from my parents, I was raised by both parents. Mm -hmm. Um. Not that that matters, but, you know, sometimes people might think that makes a difference. Right, right. Um, right. I don't know. I just always wanted to help people. Didn't know no, that my journey was going to be the way that it was or the way mm -hmm. that it is so that I can mm -hmm. help people mm -hmm. in different avenues. Wow. Been in church all my life. So all I, all I knew was church. Um. But back then, that was okay. That's right. That's right. When we was coming up, that's right. It, it, it was, was okay. okay. That was okay. You're right about so, that. So I, I would say that I, I, you know, it was good. All in all, it was good. I started working so, at 16 um, with the school system. Right. I was um, getting ready to ask, when did you get it? I started at 16. I was Miss Leela Chesson. Some of y'all might remember her. She was Shelton mm -hmm. Chesson's uh, wife. Mm -hmm. I was her secretary. 
my um, godmother, Helen Hines Hunter, got me that job. And that was the first job, but that was my first lens into looking at how our children had been wronged in the system. Oh, oh really? And me wanting to do, to make a difference. Wow. That was when you got woke, as they say. Right. Wow. I woke at 16. Up at 16. Wow. Wow. That's that's a lot there. That's awesome there. So as as you going through your school life and all, we going to school, hanging out, going to school or, or going to church and all. Now we're gonna jump forward to after high school, after college, later in life. What start going on with you? What start happening? Um What's really funny about it is nothing, actually. I went January 15, 1999, I'll never forget that day, to have my yearly checkup like we do, like we're okay. supposed to. And I went through my checkup. Everything was fine. I had moved, just moved to Raleigh with my girls. Okay. And okay. when I left, you know how doctors just come and say, see you next year, put the hand on your shoulder. They'd be like, see you next year. Right. Well, she right. did that. And when she did that, I just hollered. And she looked at me just like you just did. She was like, mm, what's wrong with you? Did you pull your shoulder? I said, nothing. I don't know. She did it again. And I hollered. And now this time I was crying. And she was like, now, you know, I can't let you go home. That's right. Just That's like right. that without checking out to see what's going on. So she sent me over to what was then called Raleigh Community Hospital on Wake Forest Road. Mm -hmm. And she sent me for a scan, the x-ray first, and they saw something. Now I'm by myself. Oh. Because oh. I just went for my yearly checkup. Right. And then she you can tell when something's not right when you go have scans done you can just tell when they talking a little too much or taking too long she sent me for yeah. a ct scan and when they did the ct scan i heard her say there it is uh-oh and that is how the mass that i had was found just wow. by fluke just one was having no symptoms at the time that I knew, you know, just going about life. And and that's how it was discovered. You you going for one thing and your doctor put her, you're telling you to see, and then you ah what did y'all did y'all hear her? Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear how her mask was discovered? Just Wow, nothing but God. Man, man. Now, when you heard her say, there it is. She was in there talking with somebody else. You know, I guess they're looking at it, right? Then she right. comes and tell you, then she comes and tell you. What was that conversation like? Because you you were by yourself, weren't you? I was. I was still by okay. myself. Oh, wow. I had called my mama though. My mama was working at it was Caroline Telephone then, but Sprint yeah. at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had called them. It was an emergency. I needed them to get my mama 
quick, fast, yeah. and hurry on the phone. And I told her they were sending me over for a scan. Well, she was like me, you know, it ain't gonna be no big deal. You know, just go on, probably pull the rotator cuff or, you know, that's what I was thinking. Wow. But when she, when she came in and she just said, Ms. Buller, I'm, I'm just gonna have to say it. We have found a mask. And that is all I heard. And I broke down and started crying because when you hear those words, anybody who's been through it, you don't hear nothing else that comes after that. That's all mm. you hear. Mm. Just like when mm. they say it's abnormal, you have cancer. That's all you hear. You don't hear nothing about the treatment, what's gonna happen next. You don't hear any of those things. And when she said that, I, I just started crying. I was by wow. myself trying to get my mama. It, it was traumatic to say the least yeah. is, is what it yeah. was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, traumatic, yes. Yes. So from that part, from that point on, what was your what was your mindset? Okay, you told me the mindset, your, your mindset that the doctor had told you when you had the tumor. That was your mindset. So, and at the time, okay, did you have kids at the time? When this I did. Oh. They were eight and 12. Brittany was 12. That's my oldest daughter. Okay. My youngest daughter was eight. So they were very young girls. They were in school, mind you. Now I'm at the doctor. They in school. You know how you go get a doctor's appointment while the kids. Yeah, in school. yeah. So you don't have to worry about a babysitter or taking them with you or whatever. Now all this is going on while they in school. Oh my god. So then you know I still got to pull it together because I got to go pick them up from school. And they only twelve and eight. I don't need them knowing what's going on. But my kids are so in tune that they knew something was wrong. Wow. And throughout this journey, they knew each time my mindset changed as oh. young as they were. As they were eight and 12. Okay. Uh-huh. What did they think? What did they think? You know, what, you know, kids just mommy was wrong. Mommy was wrong. Mommy, you're going to be okay. Now I'm still boohoo and crying. Mommy, you're going to be okay. It's okay. Da, 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 da. Because the first thing that came to my mind was death. Yes. Did y'all hear that? That's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. And anybody who's taking this journey, if they would be honest with themselves and with people, that's what you, that's what comes to your mind, death. And all I kept thinking about was I got these two little girls. Yes. Whose mama was not going to ever see them get married. I would not see them have kids. I would not see them graduate from high school. You know, all these things were playing over in my mind. Now, by this time, I got in touch with my mama. And, of course, Evelyn left Caroline telephone. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Immediately on 64. Anybody know my mama know that she would drop the world for her kids. And I'm waiting. And I remember the doctor told me that I was going to go to Dr. Dr. Michelle Brown. And she would be the one that would take care of me from there because she was just an OBGYN. She didn't handle stuff like that. 
So mm-hmm. I made the appointment and of course, you know, Dr. Brown came in and she did, did her scans and everything. And she came back and she talked to me and again, I'm by myself. Okay. And she told me, yes, there you have a mass. A sizable mass was her words. Wow. I broke wow. down again. I don't know what she said after that. Yeah. Because then I called both my sisters in Greensboro. So I got my sisters coming from Greensboro, my brother coming from Greensboro, and my mama coming from Rocky Map. All of them ironically got there at the exact same time. Wow. And when they walked in there, you know, they sit you at this round table, like a, I guess it's a consultation room or whatever. And you sit in there, of course, there's a box of tissue in the middle of the table. And <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just like you waiting. And when they came in, I lost it. I just boohooed. I just cried. They ain't know because they hadn't even talked to a doctor yet. So they 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 knew what the doctor had said, but they didn't know any particulars. Because I couldn't tell them any, because that's all I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she decided that the best plan of care was for me to go to UNC Chapel Hill. My mom agreed. Now I'm a grown woman that done moved all the way to Raleigh trying to be grown, flexing <laughs> my muscles, and I'm crying like a baby trying to handle, you know, some medical care and you just you just don't ever know how things are going to affect you. That's right. That's right. But the good thing the good thing with this you have your support system. You see what I'm saying? Because I know that plays a lot and people going through these type of journeys have that support system right there, you know. That and I, and I know that had to play a whole lot for you. I know it had to play a whole lot for you. Definitely. That is 50% of your battle. Having positivity around you and knowing that your family is there regardless of what exactly. takes place. Exactly. I would not have made it if it had not been for my mom, my sisters, my brother, my daughters, who that Thanksgiving, I was so depressed, cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, wow. My mama said she was going to do it, but my oldest child, Brittany, was like, no, I got it, grandma. I got it. Because, you know, I was teaching my kids how to cook. They, you know, you know, back in those days, you learn early and stuff. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Mm -hmm. They cooked the turkey, the ham, the collards. They did candy yams. Wow. I was so depressed. I know probably maybe six months, my kids actually took care of me. Wow. Miss Eileen Davis, she said, yes, it does. It makes a difference. You have a lot of support system. That's what she you said. can't make yes, it without it, it. You cannot make it without a strong support system. So to anybody who has been given a diagnosis and you are in a place where you're still going through the journey, because I went through the journey from 1999 to 2008. Did y'all hear did y'all hear did y'all hear this? 1999 to 2008. Now, after you've spoken with the doctors and everything, 
Did you have to have any type of chemo? In you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. You know, okay. as you reflect, it's just kind of emotional. I'm good. I know. I know. Do you do you want to, to remove a little bit and come back? No, oh, no, 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 no. We no. Okay, because I, I would never. I would. I would never. You know. Have you like up here like this? You know what I mean? You know, no, I'm a believer. People need the real, the raw. We need to stop make acting like people get a diagnosis and they go to a doctor and they say, Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, the Lord gonna heal me, the Lord gonna. I did none of that. Not once did I do any of that. I was not mm. a preacher at the time, but it doesn't matter. I was still a child of the Lord. I still Come knew on who now. God was, but that Come was the now. furthest thing from my mind. I mean, so yeah. when you tell the testimony, let me just tell this part too, because everybody need to keep it real, because some folks watching right. were out there with me. I was Come clubbing, on. drinking, smoking, doing everything I was big enough to do when I got this diagnosis. Now, I say that the Lord did it to bring me in because I had a bigger word. That don't necessarily mean that's true. That's just what I believe. Maybe okay. I internalize that so I can deal with it. Okay. Okay. But I just, I didn't survive on my own prayers. Let me put it like that. I survived okay. on the prayers of my mama, her sister. Come on that now. Rotated. She had a sister that rotated out that could barely walk herself, came and took care of me. Because get this, at the same time, in 1999, I was in January, my father was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, my gosh. So my mama oh, got a child and a husband at the same time. So you oh. know... And I've never, and you know, really, this makes me think. I've never really talked to my mother about what she went through. Oh, but maybe no. she's listening. But now I, I know she went through something. You yeah. got a husband. You're true to your vows. Because, you know, for better or for worse, sickness or health, she's trying to take care of him. That's right. Because my father had a um, slow-growing type of cancer, carcinoma. Um. They say if you were supposed to have one, that's the best kind to have or whatever, because he lived 20 years and none of y'all knew that he even had cancer. It was just wow. to the last, it was his last year on earth that people knew. But then she had a child who the doctors were giving up on. You know, I'm sure my mother- Hold was on, wait, hold on, hold on, stop right there. What, okay, when you say giving up on, let's let's expand on that. You know, what, what? So- as I was going to Chapel Hill, Dr. Gary Boss was the doctor. It's, it's weird that I still remember everybody's name. His nurse was Tina White. I went so much until they were trying, you know, how to try to get your plan together, what they're going to do. They did seven surgeries trying to get this tumor. Okay, now where was it at? May I ask? Where was it at? May I ask? Two inches from my left lung. But for those of you that have seen me, I wear a scar right here on my neck that I don't mind showing because it, it, it shows my battle scars and it shows what God can do. But it goes, what they don't know is that it goes all the way down under my arm in the front and the back. They literally lay my shoulder open, broke my collarbone, 
we placed it with a metal rod and did surgery. That's when I found out, I did not know that the number of organs that are exposed is the type of doctors that have, they have to have in the operating room. Now y'all might know that, but I didn't know that. Oh, uh, so uh, if they you had cut me across my chest to get closer to my lung, then I would have needed a heart doctor. I would have needed a lung doctor all at the same time. Every organ that's exposed, you have to have that surgeon in the operating room. Oh, did y'all oh, hear? I, I, I was not know. aware of that. Wow. So in going back wow. and forth, Dr. Boss just kept scraping at it, kept scraping at it, kept scraping at it, kept scraping at it. And we finally come to September of 2008. And Dr. Boss is, I guess he's just tired. And he comes in and he tells my mom went to every doctor's appointment. My sisters went when they could, you know, they had their families and they were working. And he just said that there was nothing else they could do. Mm -hmm. Balling. I'm balling again. Because you know if it's two inches from your left lung, you know what's going to happen as it's growing, right? It's going to eventually cover that lung and eventually you ain't going to be able to breathe and boom, you're going to be gone. Wow. So I'm bawling, 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 bawling. And then I became depressed. What I now know is depression. Didn't know, you know, okay. back in those days, it won't well known in the African-American community. My mama was sitting at my house. And I didn't know what my mama was doing. I was in the bed in a dark room, shades, clothes, everything. Wow. My mama was searching doctors. She was Googling. Mm. She won't give up. You know, a mother's Ooh. love. They don't give up on the children like that now. Mm. And my mama came across Sloan Kettering in, in New York, hospitals of special mm. surgeries, and a man named Scott Wolf, Dr. Scott Wolf. Now, y'all know you can't get into Sloan Kettering just like that. You know it takes time. Mm -hmm. It was a Tuesday. I'll never forget it as long as I live. My mama said, I'm going to take a chance. Thinking I would get an appointment like by November, hopefully. My mama called him on Tuesday and that lady said, we have an opening on Thursday. Tell me Cut. that one off. Woo. Mm. That won't nobody yeah. but God. There won't nobody but God. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to do this. Because mm. mm. you're not going to get into Sloan Kettering that fast. Mm. So when they asked if, if we could get there by Thursday, me, a single parent, I'm like, I ain't got no money to get in no New York on Thursday. My mom said, like, yes, we can. We will see you Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. We flew out of Raleigh Durham, went to meet this man, and I tell first of all, you know, my mama, my mama being a Christian a mighty long time. Yeah. He came in, young guy. Do you believe in God? That's what my mama asked him. 
He ain't examined me. He ain't done nothing. He said, yes, ma'am, I do. My mama went back just like that. Like, okay, now you can proceed. That man came in and told us that he had read my file. He know what they had told me. Now, mind you, when Chapel Hill told me that, when Dr. Boss said that, I called my baby sister to see if she would take my girls. He told me, get my affairs in order. Oh, no. Oh, no. My children had to go somewhere. So, you know, and I wasn't going to leave my business not, you know, I needed to take care of my business for my girl's sake. I called my I called Valerie and Sherry, those are my sisters, and, and said, y'all, you know, we talked about what was going on. And mm -hmm. I said, what am I going to do with the girls? Do one of y'all want one and the other one want one? At the time, Val had two sh children and Sherry had one. And then Sherry was like, no, I'll take both of them. And that would be her three. You know, she would have three kids. So, you know, we going through all of that. And I'm like, so you literally, you literally planning, you literally planning your funeral. To die. You, to die. Planning to die. You can say it. Planning to die. That's what I was doing. I told you, I ain't get ready to sit here and tell nobody that I was like, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. No, I was not. Still was not at this point. Still hadn't hit me yet. Oh, my God. I was scared mm. at this point. You know, you go through different stages. Yeah. I was scared. But when we walked in there with Scott Wolf and Dr. Wolf, and he looking at me like, what's what's the problem? I'm like, man, I'm dying. What do you mean? What's the problem? He was like, this is what we're going to do. He went on to explain. He said, since they already cut you there, we're going to open that back up again. He said, we're going to remove this mask, this tumor that you got. He said, now... We might have to cut your arm off at the socket, meaning right here, you know, like I wouldn't have an arm at all. He said, or you might have a swinging arm. You know, you've seen people sometimes the arm, they can't control it. It just hangs down at the side and just yeah, flops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I was like, well, if I'm going to be alive, I don't care. Mm -hmm. So I had to sign those papers before he put me under. Everything he told my mama, the surgery would take eight hours. Y'all, it was a whole day. That man, and when I finally came to, you know, they got all the anesthesia out of me and I came to, he told me how they was joking. He ate Wendy's over me. Because he couldn't leave <laughs> me in the middle of a surgery. He ate a um, potato over me, french fries. He said he ate a day's deluxe. It was good, you know. He he did. He told me all of that laying in the hospital, and then he said, "But we got it all. The core popped out, and all." Ooh, yes. And I'm like just crying now. I'm just crying, realizing I'm actually gonna be here for my kids. I'm gonna be alive. My girls at this time knew that I was having surgery and all this kind of stuff, but they did not know there was a chance that mother would not return mm. because I did not want to worry my girls like that. Yeah. I had written yeah. them letters. I had letters for my sister to give to them when they got older. 
to it. You know, it won't know knowing all of this cell phone type stuff. We ain't have all this stuff. Right. I wanted them to know what had happened. So I had written each of them a letter for my sister to give to them when she thought they were ready. Yeah, I, I, I did all of that. And then I was bandaged like this. 527 stitches all the way down everywhere. That's a lot of stitches, y'all. 527 stitches. Yeah, my scar starts here and goes all the way down from where they laid me open. When I woke up, this is how I was. I really thought I didn't have an arm. I was like this and bandaged. With you, Y'all remember that white medical tape that they used mm -hmm. to have? Mm -hmm. I had so much of that around me. We ain't even gonna talk about what it smelled like when they um undid that tape because you get for, for after 45 days. But I had that, I was taped up. Couldn't use the arm, couldn't do anything. Stayed in the hospital 47 days, partly because I lived in a whole nother state and I was gonna have to fly back and forth. Mm -hmm. Now, my mom had a sister. She had a, two sisters that lived in Jersey, but one of them lived closer to the Holland Tunnel than the other one. So when they did let me go, they wanted me to stay for a week just to make sure I was good before I would fly out. My mom had got the tickets. We flying home. Y'all, the Lord's still working now. I ain't realized it yet, but God's still working because we got on that plane that was jammed packed. Woo. except for the seats me and my mama had and one seat in first class. They saw me with all this medical stuff going on. Of course, I had my paperwork because I had rod, a long rod up there, you know, that I had to prove that's what that was. And the lady, the flight attendant said, you're going to the back. I said, yes. And she said, you would be more comfortable in first class. That was my first time ever riding in first class. Oh, and they let me sit God. in that seat for free without paying for an upgrade. Yeah. And I looked yeah. at my mama. She said, no, you sit down. I'll be fine. So my mama went on back in the plane to our seats and I sat in that seat. If they didn't take care of me, lean the seat back, propped it up with pillows you know god has put angels in my path when i would not listen, listen. Mm. Mm. and we came on home and then you know of course i went back a couple of more times the second time i went back for my post-op checkup he told me they were going to take a part of the muscle out of my thigh and they were going to put it right here in my wrist just so I could have at least maybe use my hand, you know. Okay. Because okay. right now I can't do nothing. Mm -hmm. But at least if my arm didn't work, I could, you know, my hand could help me maybe grab stuff and whatnot. Just a young doctor, you know, that he was ambitious. He done learned the latest and greatest. He's he's world known, you know, everywhere. Okay. And I said. Okay, I was scared again. I was like, here we go, another surgery. And I have a fear of being put to sleep. You would think I wouldn't after all these times, but I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Me too. And I was like, okay. My mama was like, okay. You know, we come back. We came back prepared to have surgery. He unwrapped me at that time. And we made the appointment that when I came back the third time was going to be the surgery. Okay. When he unwrapped me, 
Couldn't move my arm, couldn't do nothing. Of course, it's been up now probably almost 60 days. So you know it's hard to move after you don't had your arm in mm -hmm. one position like that. Mm -hmm. We went on home, going about our day. Now I'm realizing now I got a call to go out to the club, my crew. And that's when it hit me. I said, I'm not going out. I uh -oh. said, Lord, done, done, done save me so I could be here for my kids. I'm, I'm, I'm here with my kids. I, I, I'm going to stay here with my kids. We're going to love on each other, have some good times or whatever, you know. So I didn't I didn't go out. And I, that's when I realized what God had done for me. And really? I said, Lord, if you heal my body, I will never engage in any of that illegal activity stuff that is against his will that I was doing at that time. Now, Ooh. I didn't know the Lord was working on me, preparing me for another journey. So, I, you know, I'm home. My daughters come home from school. You know, back then, there were tight files. Yeah. yeah. And we used to, and then we had what you call a word processor. We're on a computer. Yeah. It was just that word processor. So I used to play the piano, took lessons, played everything. So, but I was on the computer and I was just typing. My hands were just, just going like this. My daughter screams, scared me to death. Mom, look, mom, look, y'all. I didn't even realize I was using the very hand that I was supposed to go back and have surgery on. Get out of here. Do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear this? When my daughter was screaming, she was like, look, you're using your using your hand. You're using your hand. And I'm looking down like, I am using my hand. And she was like, do it again. Do it again. You know, they kids. They, she was fascinated. She was like, do it again. Do it again. So I'm doing it again. And I'm saying to myself, thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That was my sign at that moment that I believe the word when it said, you shall live and not die. That's when I knew that I was going to be alive. Look and that's that. when I knew I had a greater purpose. Ooh. Through the Look depression, through all of that. I ain't I, I I did I couldn't pray for myself. Y'all heard old people say older people sometimes when they say in their prayers, when I can't pray for myself, Lord, let somebody be praying for me. Y'all, that yeah. is a true statement that we need to pray because you don't know what's gonna happen from second to second. We used to say day to day. Now we're saying second to second. Because you could right. be up right. walking around one second and in the next 60 seconds, down flat on your back. You better tell it. Yes. And yes. everybody don't reach out and be like, Lord, you're going to take care of it. Lord, I know you're able. Lord, Lord, you you, you got it. Everybody don't do that because I and didn't right. do that. And I you're grew right. up in church. So I mm -hmm. ain't even get ready to say that I did it. God did show out. I don't know who that Come is. On. It just say Facebook user. But yeah, don't get ready. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Yes, he did show out. He showed out. He showed out. He showed out. Yes, he did. And when I'm we get ready to look at um, the doctor, 
we walk in there, you know, me and my mama, you know, we all have, we, me and my mama already know what the deal is. The doctor uh -huh. still don't know. Because we didn't call the doctor to tell him. I walk in there, get ready to show. I said, I got something to show you, Dr. Wolf. He talking about the date of the surgery, what they're going to do. I said, I got something to show you. He said, what is it? Look at that. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. He said, you're a Ain't miracle that something? A miracle. A miracle walk. Yes. I said, so we won't be needing that surgery. My mom said, no, we won't be needing that surgery. Mama, That's right. Then I asked you, did you believe in God? And he said, I told you I did. He said, so God used your hands and then he did the rest of the work. Ain't that something? But y'all, I'm going had that tumor since I was a teenager. Say it what? Was so big because, and the reason Chapel Hill couldn't get it out, not that they're not a bad place. They did the best they could. Right. But the reason they couldn't get it out was because it had embedded itself and my blood vessels, you know, your vessels you got going through had attached to the tumor and you know, the blood was feeding it. That's why the tumor was getting so big. What? So you was having chemo too, right? No, so what happens is when you do that and they go in for the treatment, it's gonna do one or two things. It's gonna work or not work. Okay. Mine reversed. Because a lot of people are like, you still got your hair. You still, you know, everybody have cancer. Don't lose their hair. Or if they do, it does grow back. But mine, because the type that I had was so rare, had they had never seen anything like that before here in eastern North Carolina on this side. Wow. It didn't respond to any of that chemo radiation stuff that that's not what it was it responded to it had to be removed period okay. no let's try to make it smaller no none of that because it wasn't working the pills the shot nothing was working they tried to do wow. that aspiration thing going in with my neck and the lord wouldn't even let them reach it now, if it's so big, why that big old needle? That needle's about that big. Why it couldn't reach it? So they could draw draw some of it to shrink it. It wouldn't reach it. Ooh. Only thing that would take place in that was for it to be removed. Removed. You can Man. speak to your mountains and they will move. That's the word. Mm. I didn't speak to the mountain, but my mama was speaking. My aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my siblings, even my daughters were speaking. When you can't pray for yourself, you better keep some people around you that know God and that know how to pray. That yes. will pray for you. That's right, Lisa. Because you're going right. to come to yourself. There were 27 documented cases in 2008 i was the only survivor at that time they filmed me the room was full every surgery i had at carolina they had all these residents everything let me tell you how god works and then i'm gonna be done how he brings it around 
Okay, now. Some of y'all who know me know I had back surgery when I turned 50 years old, five years ago. The doctor, Dr. Lindsay Tyler, who did my back surgery, was a resident when Dr. Boss at Carolina was trying to get this tumor out of me. And she told me out of her own mouth, we thought you were dead. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's how serious it was. Because they saw it. They had no idea I had survived. Oh, my gosh. Oh See how God let, let people come back in your past so that they exactly. know the whole story back that around. part of the journey? Yes. Who would have thought? I know that this little lady was in there. I know I liked her to operate on my back, but I had no idea she had already been involved in my care. Ain't that something? He brought it right on. He brought it full circle right on back. Yeah, right on back. Lisa, let me let me look at some of these comments right quick, and we are gonna wrap it up. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> um, Miss Eileen Davis. She said, "God is good to you." You, you still here to tell your story. That's right. <clears throat> and she also said hallelujah. And Facebook work, first put users said he is God is showing out. He was showing out. <coughs> showed <coughs> out and showed up. He was showing out. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Ms. Davis said again, a beautiful, a beautiful miracle. Mm. Yes, yes. And Miss Miss Cherry said, "God wanted it to be removed. That's right. That's that's what it is. But that's it right there. He didn't want no residue left. See, that's it. Yes, but that's he right because no that's right because um, Chapel Hill had got some of it, right? Right. Okay. But they were just peeling off the layers, but they couldn't get the core. Okay, that and that's what needed to be brought out." that core need be right because mm. it was continuing to grow mm. it was continuing to mm. get bigger and bigger and wow. although it took scott wolf a whole day i remember coming out of that surgery it was midnight hospital was so quiet you know you know because everybody sleep at midnight yeah i, yeah. I remember yeah. My family was the loudest. My dad's sisters was all there. And, you know, everybody was excited, praising God, letting me know that they had got it all. That's all I kept seeing everybody say. They got it all. They got it all. They got it all. They got it all. My uncles, my aunts. If anybody know the bullets, if something going down, we all going to be there. Oh, yeah. And they was yeah. all in that waiting room. And that's what they were. They just, that's as I'm rolling by each one of them, I'm looking at them like this. You know, you're kind of groggy. And they said they got it all. They got it all. Everybody just kept repeating that. They got it all. They got it all. They got it all. They got it all. Then I saw my girls. Oh. My sister had mm. brought my girls up there when they was telling them that they was wrapping it up because they wanted to see their mama. They hadn't seen me. And one of them, my baby girl, she just would not come in. Yeah, I was hooked up to so much stuff, you know, all the machines, tubes everywhere, that noise. She she won't feel in that. Yeah. But my yeah. oldest girl came in there, and I remember her telling me, Mom, you're going to be all right. <laughs> and I told her, yes, baby girl, I am. Mama, and look at you. 
and look at you now. I'm sorry. I sat here for the longest trying not to do this. But I told y'all her testimony was powerful. I told you that. And I sat here trying to hold it as long as I could. And I'm going to try to continue to hold together, y'all. This is, this is the last question I'm going to ask you. We're going to end it. What would you tell someone else <clears throat> that's going through right now? It would be easy for me to say, trust God, trust his process. But you might not be at that point, just like I wasn't. So my words to you would be, keep people around you that would speak life to your situation. It ain't got to be nobody to sit on the pew every Sunday. It ain't got to be nobody like that. Just somebody to just remind Come you. Come on, y'all heard, right. heard what she said now. It ain't got to be nobody to sit on the pew every Sunday. Come on now. That's right. That's right. When you fighting for your life, this ain't for no form or fashion. You ain't trying to put on no show or nothing. You 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 trying to figure out how I'm going to live. Come on. Mm. Just keep people around you that know God. And that would pray on your behalf. Oh. Mm. Karika said, praise him. Karika said, praise him. Yes, sir. Miss Cherry, she said, awesome, awesome testimony. Amazing interview, Miss J. Thank you, Miss Cherry. This is this is what my platform is about, y'all. This is what I this is what I like. I want my 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 guests up here to get their testimony that can help somebody because that's what it's all about it ain't no showboat just like you said lisa it ain't nothing like that this is about helping somebody 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 gonna watch this is watching this now got something out of this got something out of this that's what it's all about y'all that's what that's what miss that's what miss j speaks platform is all about 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 people coming on telling their story to get it out there to help somebody to help somebody to let it be known that it is hope out there that's exactly this doctor, right. had this doctor told you to go get your stuff in order and if you would have if you would have accepted that if Ooh. you would accept it, just think how many that has accepted that and just decided, well, the doctor said nothing else could do it. Well, I'm just going. But you know what? Let me, I got to go down. I got it. I won't. It won't be me if I didn't. Well, you said you looked in there and saw your mama. Looking in that phone book. That was a mother that said, no, no, no. I am better say that. Not giving up on my child. Say that. I'm going to yeah. find somebody to help my child. And that's what she did. Ooh, I'm sorry. That's what she did. She didn't go nowhere. Well, I ate my, and that, that was came enough for my child. She sat in there and found somebody. Whew. 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I had to go there. That's what she did. That's what she did. Sorry for that. Sorry, my viewers, but you know, that's I had to speak the truth. That's what mama did now. Mama went in there, went in there, got quiet. She got quiet. And I know she was telling God, come on now. I know you can help me find somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Woo! And what and like you said, that hospital. You just can't get in there like that. But what happened? Call on a Tuesday and what they say? Come I was in there on Thursday. Woo! Y'all don't tell me. Y'all don't tell me. That was God. They won't not, that's why I said when you're diagnosed, who has the last say? Mm. That's why they had nobody like but God. But nobody but God. Nobody well, but old wretched soul life. like me who was out there doing everything they needed to do now. Listen. To do. But he still heard the prayers of those that were praying on my behalf. I got hold on. I got I got my co-host right here. There she go. <laughs> I know, Janet. I know. I've been out there in the audience because I'm in this kitchen cooking and trying to take care of my sick husband. I'm sorry about yeah. you about Mister. Yeah, but this I couldn't I couldn't miss it, so I had to be tuned in. I was giving comments, but I don't know if you were seeing them. They was coming because it was hard to contain myself, you know, mm. to hear a testimony such as this when you don't guess who it is when you know who it is. Huh. You understand? Say what when who has the last say? Oh. Who, say who got the last say? When you've been diagnosed, who has the last say? Nobody hmm. but God. Say his name. He said in Psalms 83 18, he says, Jehovah is my name. Mm -hmm. And he yes. that calls on it shall be saved. Don't be scared yes, to say sir. his name because, baby, he saved you for his purpose. Okay. Yes. Yes. He's still doing miracles today. Yes, he mm. is. You are a walking testimony for others to hear and see. He said, and come and taste and see that I'm good. Now, you said earlier, you said some people may not be there yet. He said, you said, you may not tell them to go try God, you know, go see God. But just try, just taste it. Just taste him. Yeah. And see that he is good. He is scrumptious. He's delicious. Yes, Your testimony sir. was amazing. I got the biggest lump in my throat because when I see his work, ain't nobody did it but him. Give all praise and glory to him. Nobody's exactly. right. nobody right. gonna get this. No doctor, no nurse, nobody gonna get it. And he's the one that put that Holy Spirit in that in that that praying mama that, Come that, on. that that's that he already got that praying mama. So I'm gonna use her to save this baby because I'm saving this baby for my purpose. Because Woo! the gift that I gave yes. her, I need her to give her that gift that I I gave her, I need her to give her back to me. Come on now. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. He wanted your mama to give you back to him. Mm. And now you, you better tell it. Yes, mm. sir. I just couldn't contain myself. I, said, I couldn't, I I couldn't I either. I was trying. I know I'm not dressed and I'm not, my hair ain't combed. But That's I okay. I got, <laughs> I'm, I'm late. I'm That's my co-host. Um, like, oh, my goodness. But I'm so glad okay. to see you and meet you. I'm glad to meet you as well. Oh yeah, I like to talk to people that God didn't touch personally. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He touched. I told y'all in my audience, in my flyer, that Ooh. this was a very powerful, Ooh, oh, powerful, 
powerful. I just got through watching a convention on him and talking about him, and he didn't know his name and and all the wonderful work that he did, all the wonderful work that he's still doing today. And we just got to hang in there, and like she said, stay close to those that are close to God, that have that that praying ability in them. Because do you know how precious and how prayer is everything? Yes, it is. Yes. He opened that hmm. up for us to, that's a communication that we got. Of course, we got a mediator that goes in the between, which is Jesus. Right. But he gave us that, that privilege because of the sacrifice that Jesus made in our behalf. Now we can pray, utilize that, y'all. Because, man, it is vital. It's life-threatening. Prayer, yes. we need to pray. And she had a praying mama, praying friend. She got all them prayer wars together. Look what at you her. talking about? And look at this baby is walking. Yes. And, 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 and did you moving. catch how it was discovered? That was, that I was, was, I was right there. I've been on here listening and just moving about. And that's by her doctor touching her. Woo. That one, nothing but God. Oh, yeah. nobody can tell me nothing. No, different. ain't nobody can't do that. You know, no, that was him. Yes. Yeah. yeah everybody in the path. It, all, yeah. Everybody was strategically placed. See, yeah. in the pathway. That's right. I just had to go. I had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to remember yeah. that we're going to go through some stuff. And yeah. if we can just go through it instead of just going to it, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to be and all can, right. And, and you can, can go through it, he said, because I won't leave you alone. He's always going to give you the strength. Just ask for the strength. I like the fact exactly that you didn't, right. even, you didn't even ask for your life to be saved. You didn't ask to be well. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. She didn't yeah. ask for that. But he gave yeah. it to her because for his will and purpose. Because he willed man to live forever. He gave you life. And only he can allow it to be snuffed out. And he said, he said, no, no, no. Not today. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. He said, she's going to give a testimony for me. This is the testimony that you're giving nationwide right now. This is going to be it? nationwide right now. Somebody. He said, it for this day. Yes. Because that's yes. what this, that's what this talk show is all about. It's testimonial. Tell right. it. It's right. testimonial so people worldwide, nationwide can, mm -hmm. can can receive what you just said and 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 feel it and help them because some some people don't know where to go. And so even though you didn't go there, you gave testimony who healed you. They said, "Well, let me try that God." Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. that God That's can exactly right. if he don't heal you, you know what he can do for you? He can sustain you. Yes, yes, yes. He can sustain you. And he says in the scriptures, he said, I will make you well on your sick bed. And so mm. that means that he can make us well in our minds too, you know, because sometimes that you went through a lot, like you said, the stages of it. I watched my daddy die of prostate cancer. Mm. I, I watched my mother die of uh, heart disease. I watched them go through different stages, mean stages, saying all kind of stuff to me, you know, and all kind of try to make preparations and all that. You know, I know those different, you know, moods and everything because it's a it's a preparation for something that is unnatural. People call death natural, but the Bible says it's an enemy to God. Right. So it's not going to never be common and natural to us. We're never going to accept death. Exactly. Because exactly. we were supposed to live forever. Mm hmm. Right. I told y'all she had a powerful testimony. You didn't say it was this powerful. This is something else. And my flyer, and my flyer, I got a big letter, very powerful. Oh, testimony. yes. Well, I know you did. Oh, yes. And my, yes. 
because I, I, I told y'all this, this, let's see what it was. Our schedules was conflicting for to be on Wednesday, but exactly. I said, you know what? We're going to do this Saturday. We yeah. gonna because she wanted her testimony to be heard, and we're going to do this Saturday. That's why we did this. Now, let yeah. me ask you this. Now, let me ask you this right quick, um, Lisa. You everything is fine now. Yes, I am. Oh, I, I am clean. Nothing. I have not had any remnants. They've not found any masses, anything. I still go for my checkups. Right. But they all, and now I, now I can walk in there and I'm like, okay, I, this is a formality. We're going to do what we're going to do. Because I know God don't have do nothing. No. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Now I go in there and I'm not worried. Say that again for the folks that said way back that they probably didn't God hear you. God don't have do nothing. God healed my body. He healed my mind. Yeah. And I know that's so, going to stay. As long as I stay focused on him. That's what's, That's the mind. whole thing. That's the whole thing right there. He healed your mind because he wanted you to serve him and love him and know who he is. And that's what he did. He didn't say that he healed you and you're never going to die again because we know that we're going to leave this world. Right. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? But he, like he did Lazarus, he knew Lazarus was going to die again, but he brought Lazarus back for a purpose to show us power. Correct. He showed us mm -hmm. power. You see what I'm saying? He showed us power. But, you know, but there is going to be a resurrection and it's going to be a time where we will not die again. Right. That's, a, that's another day for another show. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna your end way it now. You can't it pray your way through, sing your way through. Everybody <laughs> right. know an old hymn. Sing Amazing Grace. Sing anything. Just start. Hum. You're right. You're right. What's that? Hum it. If you don't know how to sing it, hum it. Come on, mama, show you some. Man, I used to hear my grandma in that kitchen humming, humming, humming them hymns. And she would say, Baby, sometimes you just gotta hum it if you don't know it. And she would just be in there humming, humming her hymns, but yeah. So I know by that humming you talking about. Hum yeah. it out. You don't sing, know how to sing it. I am so Lisa. Thank you for coming up here. Thank you for coming and agreeing to be up here to tell your story. Yeah, it's, it's a. I mean, these comments. Let me. These comments is going off the wall. He, do you hear me? Yeah, I know they is. And Miss uh, Miss Davis, she said, "I love your platform." platform don't ever stop having your platform miss j oh no it's that's correct and miss karika that's right and miss karika cherry she said your testimony giving someone else strength to believe that's oh right. my god they is i'm and everybody sending praying hands and some um miss l miss Eileen davis she said i love seeing my god work yeah i know yeah. that's right that's yes right. and if and i can just encourage one person through all of this just one yeah to have hope in the name of jesus just keep saying jesus over and over and over again you might not even be knowing why you're saying it right now but i promise you when you wake up and you get up you're gonna want to find out you're gonna want to find out why you're saying that name just well, call if really that wanna, name. if you really want to know more about jesus just make sure you go to matthew luke matthew mark luke and john that's the gospel. It tells you all about Jesus' life right there. Mm -hmm. Those four right there will tell you all about Jesus' life up until he come from the time he come in the world to the time he leave it. And just remember, no matter what you're going through, God is still blessing you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your story ain't over. That was just a chapter in my book of life. That That's was right, the end of my story. 
That's right. That's right. It don't That's have to right. be the end of yours. That's right. It's just a chapter. This is and when just that a chapter, chapter closes. Just just remember when you open them eyes every morning, God, that's a blessing. That's Thank a blessing. There you go. That's what that's a lot a of people don't realize. That's a blessing just to open your eyes. If you don't even open your eyes, if you open your brain and say, I'm woke and your eyes ain't even open, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yes. Yes. I start praying from that point. When my brain wake up, I start praying. Be waving for my eyes even over. Lord, thank you. That's what I say. Lord, thank you. Thank Ooh, you for thank another you. morning. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you for another morning. Cause, Cause somebody laid down, and then and want nothing wrong with them, but and they didn't, didn't get up. up. Yeah, they didn't wake up. They didn't get up. But and I did. know that happened to somebody personally. I'm a hey. We all let we all at the mall and stuff, having a good time, buying and stuff. Everybody went on dispersed, went on home. This morning I got the phone call. She was she was gone and won't not, I mean she won't complain when she was with us. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I stand there, y'all. When y'all think to hit that ground and them eyes open up, you pray you need to say thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for up. everything, though. Thank you for everything, you know, because living in this world is one thing, and living in the new world is gonna be another. But mm -hmm. thank you for just being able to wipe your own butt. To, yeah, you know, thanking for being able to put a cracker in your mouth. Like earlier today, I was in the store trying to get all kind of stuff, trying to rush home. It was 5 30. I'm trying to get home. And I was and I forgot I didn't eat not one crumb today. And I was feeling like fainty and dizzy. And I and when I finally got to a cracker, I said, Oh, thank you. See? The small things. That could have been that could have been bad for you. Yeah, the you know small I mean? things. Just thank you. Thank you for this drink of water. Thank you for you know your family. Thank you for your mother. You know, thank you. Just thank you for being my God and for loving me, even yes. though I'm a loving me when I didn't even love myself. Mm -hmm. That's you know right. That's why right. loving me when I was doing bad, you still loved me. You still love right. me. You still remember love I was me. out there in the world with something all in you that nobody sees. He sees that's right. Yeah, Lisa, 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 you're right. You was all out there in the world when all that stuff was going on. I was in the world when all this was going on. I was out there in the world. Oh, See? okay. See? Yeah, I was out there yeah. in the world doing my thing. See? But he brought you in, though, didn't he? He sure did. We and I'm glad it. about it. That's right. You don't miss we'll nothing. We for nothing in the world. That's if right. If you don't mind, can I give him these five lines of this song? I know you got to go, but just five, uh -uh, you, uh -uh. five lines. Hold oh, no, on. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. You must have been reading my mind because it, it dawned on me that you said you love to sing. And that's what I want you to do. Close us out. I'm just gonna give you five lines of a song that anybody can sing. It don't. It don't matter. Every time I turn around, the Lord is blessing me. Every time I turn around, the Lord is blessing me. Every time I turn around, the Lord is blessing me. I'll say hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. That's it. Amen. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Lisa, for Thank coming. Thank you for having me, to both of you for having me tonight. Powerful testimony. Thank you for doing that. 
my viewers, thank you for tuning in. The one that hung in here with us, I definitely thank you. Y'all watch the replay. Uh, please put hashtag replay and y'all put your comments in down because I do come back and I do watch and uh, I do look at the comments and, and I do respond to my comments. Please do that. And with that being said, we're getting ready to end it. Y'all have a good night. Have a good weekend. Love one another. Yes. Yes. Love one another. Yes. Right. Have a good night. Bye-bye.